It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Greta Christina, and you are listening to Keith and Mike. Well, here we are. We're live. Show number two. Or 47 or 8 or whatever. Yeah. Live from the confines of my beautiful home in a Midwestern town somewhere in Indiana. Welcome to Being Humanist. I like how I changed that up a little bit. Uh-huh. I was thinking about that today. I was like, I need to do something a little bit different. That's nice. <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm Keith. Welcome to Being Humanist. Uh, you can find us on many, many different places, including Twitter at Being Humanist PC. You can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash beinghumanist.podcast. Uh, you can send us an email at beinghumanist.podcast at gmail.com and of course you're probably listening to us on blog talk radio which is pretty it's kind of cool to say that we're on blog talk radio I don't know if that's a big deal to you or not but it's like yeah it's just I listen to a lot of podcasts and I I hear that a lot from those podcasts so I guess it's nice to be in that company did you notice by the way the beginning of the the actual first re like the reboot show, we had a commercial play at the beginning. No, <laughs> I was like, "Do we get paid for that?" Yeah, where's my money? <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, this is reboot show number two. I don't know how I'm going to start calling these things. I know that it's officially like forty-seven or forty-eight. I think we talked about it in the last show. I'm so freaking lost and yeah. confused. We should probably just. Probably decide on that. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Do you want to do it now? Or do you want to wait? I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're kind. Of, I don't know if we're necessarily doing a rebranding. Um, obviously, there's a lot going on in the world. Um, uh, <laughs> this show is called Being Humanist, and we've gone really political. You know, even toward the end of the the run two years ago. And to start off with the last show, uh, <laughs> I felt kind of bummed listening to ourselves over because I was like, as I'm going through and editing the show and making sure all the levels are right, I'm like, man, we were really bummed. It was a, it was depressing. There's like a whole bunch of stupid shit going on. Yeah, it was a pretty... And it's kind of crazy how much has happened since that show to just further reinforce the depression that you heard in our voices. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's not use 
let's not overuse. We overuse the word depression. I just want to throw it out there. Yeah. Not us personally, yeah. but we as a society overuse the. I'm going to go off on a little bit of a rant here. Oh, go for it. I know where we, you're going. Let's do this. We overuse the word depression. Depression is a real we illness. as in a society. Yeah, it's it's a it's a real illness. Like if you're feeling very sad. Yeah, that, I mean, that happens. I mean, it does happen to us. It's a fleeting thing. Sometimes we feel really sad, but when we, when we have a fleeting moment of sadness, we can't really call that, like, I'm depressed. You can't, I mean, and I understand it's become a real, a word that's used colloquially, if that's how you say that. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. <laughs> There's some it, English majors out there yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah, we, we have, I mean, it's become a word that has a colloquial use, but it has a real meaning. Much better. <laughs> and and it's a and it's an actual it's an illness it's it's an illness of the brain and it's it, it, you know that the biggest problem with this is people I'm depressed I'm depressed then you get people not taking this this illness as seriously when someone says they're depressed mm-hmm. and when they it's something that you can't just turn off like I'll oh, just cheer up like this is what I do go for a run like yeah okay I, I, I've I've actually experienced it and going for a run yeah you feel good afterwards because I used to go for runs all the time I've kind of gotten off of that habit recently and I uh, want to kick myself for it but um, uh, yeah I would feel great for about an hour and then it would creep back in and nothing that anyone did or said could could make me feel better and there are times i just lay in my bed and stare at my ceiling for hours motionless or i just lay there and sob and it's this is a serious thing it's not like so it's very offensive when someone says when I hear someone say to someone who's going through depression, when someone who hasn't experienced that but is, is feels like, oh, they just have a case of the sads. Mm-hmm. Oh, just, have you tried this? Just cheer, oh, you don't need that. Or there are those people who say, oh, you don't need that medicine. This is what you need. Like, have you seen that stupid meme that's... In this, the forest. And, yeah. Yeah. This is, this is bullshit. This is... This is what you need for depression, and it's a walk through the woods or whatever. Then it shows some pills below. This is bullshit. No, that whole meme is bullshit. There's a reason. It, it's a chem. It's a. It's something that's happening in your brain, and just like we treat any other physiological illness, we can treat it with medicine, and we should treat it with medicine, and it should be taken seriously. And people should stop pretending it's just someone being a little bit of a baby. Because that's not what it is. Just got that off of my chest. That, that, that bothers me a lot. I was going to say, do you feel better? Yeah, I do. So sorry about that, guys. A little rant. Real early on, too. <laughs> that's okay. I've, I've seen those a f- few times. And I've kind of bounced myself back and forth uh, trying to decide. Because I struggle. Not with depression, but I struggle with uh, understanding how to, I don't want to say deal with it, because, I mean, I have family members and people I care about, you know, whoever, that have are, do deal with it, and it's something that it's, um, I don't understand it, 
I mean, there are moments when I'm down, but I don't think I've really ever been depressed per se. But mm-hmm. yeah, those uh, those memes. I think at one point, you know, there was like, well, yeah, sure. I'm. I'm I mean, I was tired of watching certain family member take all the pills that they were taking. I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, is this really beneficial? I, you know, I don't know. I, are our doctors that this could be a whole totally different conversation? You know, whether they're over prescribing us with bullshit, I don't know. Right. But um. But yeah, I understand. I mean, mm-hmm. for going for a walk in the forest and being one with nature, I'm is certainly a peaceful thing to do for yourself. I think. Yeah. But course. yeah, I mean, I get that people. But yeah, but what people need to understand is like, a mental illness is a is a physiological illness. The brain is an organ within our body. It's part of our physiology. And it, I think it just is a little harder for people when, like, when you're sick with most pathogenic ailments, you know, you're exhibiting symptoms such as a cough or, you know, uh, you might have a rash. You might have, they're, they're just different kinds of symptoms. Like, when the symptom is a, a total change in your personality, um, I, for some reason, people just can't, they don't take those symptoms as seriously. They think that it's something that somebody can just shut off, like just buck up. You know, it just doesn't work that way. But, you know, going back to what I said, um, we sounded very conccerned and very down about yes. the state of yes. affairs in the United <clears throat> in the United States. And since our last recording, would you agree that we some of our fears have seemed to be have been founded things are coming to yeah, yeah. I, I continue wonder i will say before we move on with that though is uh i'd be curious if anybody wanted to talk to us i guess send us an email or whatever discussing their f- thoughts or feelings on the idea of depression just to see you know how other people deal with it or what they think about those memes whether they agree with us or you or not Sure. So, um, if that's something you want to talk about with us, send us an email, uh, beinghumanist.podcast at gmail.com. But, um, but yeah, going forward, though, um, a lot of shit's gone down over the last two weeks. <laughs> a lot. Um, I, I really don't want to go all political and everything. Are you playing on Facebook? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I saw something that I, it just <laughs> popped up on my feed and I just had to share it. Um, I, yeah. Being Humanist, it's a show about humanism and uh, religious issues, sometimes political, you know, whatever it is that makes sense to talk about when you talk about humans being cool with each other or shitty with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that not everybody who is an atheist agrees with us politically even so humanism i'm sure humanists don't always agree with us politically no um but yeah a lot of how many executive orders have been signed who knows (laughs) i think i feel like i've lost count i'd be curious to to hear from some of those folks who were just uh, aghast at, at president obama's uh executive orders um wow i mean we we're like only near we're not even into two weeks of this new president's uh 
time, and he's how many? Close to thirty. It's it's a lot, and like I I, th- I think the most recent one I saw was he was going to make good on his promise that for every new regulation you must uh, uh, remove two old regulations. For any every new regulation created, you must get rid of two old regulations. Right. So. Which I, I mean, that's that, that. I'm sure that that's sure to make conservatives giddy. But um, yeah, I really wasn't even sure what to think about that one. Some of these I've read, and I'm like, wait, what is that? I could see where it could be good in some cases. I'm sure that I'm sure our government's a little bloated in some areas, and we could use some cuts. But there are essential things that we don't want to cut, and that's I think that's kind of what at least you and you and I have tried to get across when we talk about things like uh, a want for a single-payer health care or a universal health care system or um, Bernie Sanders really pumped up the idea of tuition-free um, public education for secondary education for college. Like These are things that we could, that I would just feel great about my tax dollars going towards you know, I'm I'm sure my tax dollars go towards so many things that I'm not even aware of that, mm-hmm. that I probably some that I probably don't agree with them going towards. Right. I definitely don't agree with them going towards what our perspective uh, education secretary would like them to go towards, which would be that voucher system. Yeah. Um, well, she's taken in a lot of heat comparatively. Compared to the others, yeah, uh, there definitely seems to be a uproar against her. I mean, anti... I mean, she's totally anti-public education. Right. Of course. Um, and unless you've been living under a rock, we're talking about Betsy DeVos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I've, been, I've been saying DeVos. Is it DeVos? I have no idea. Yeah. But it might be DeVos. I've just always said DeVos. <laughs> <laughs> um, from Michigan, contributed millions of dollars to the Republican Party, her family as well. Um, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren both lit into her. So did a few other people. Al Franken. I think Al Franken did a wonderful job, too. Oh, dude. Not only that, Al Franken went after Rick Perry, too. Did you see that one? Al Franken is the man. Yeah. Other than the fact that he backed Hillary. A little too much for my taste. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's not surprising, but... um, Are you saying in, in a place of backing Bernie Sanders? Is that? I think he was for Hillary. Over Bernie, yeah, yeah whatever. But I, mean, I could be wrong. I mean, it it is what it is. I I mean, I voted for Hillary because I didn't feel like I really yeah, had a choice. I voted for her too. Um, I preferred Bernie. Uh, Hands down, I got out and voted for him in that primary. That's for sure. That felt Which good. he won Indiana. He did. Yeah, he did win <laughs> Indiana. That's right. Yeah. Ah, uh, but anyway, I digress. We digress. We digress. Um, There's so much to talk about. It's hard to focus on one. Like, if you pass shows, we could sit here and just grind away. Like, well, I guess we don't realize how good we had it with Barack Obama because we could sit here and just nitpick about little uh, little things that bug us about Christians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like think, we yeah. haven't even talked about a Christian. It's like overwhelming. And, yeah. and the sad thing is, is there's so much of it in that administration that it's just, and it's still being overshadowed by all the bullshit going on. Right. I mean, that's how I feel, because seriously, I think there's a lot of some, I'm, I'm seriously worried about the amount of uh, 
I hate to say Christianity in the politics because, I mean, there's Christian Democrats and whatever, liberal progressives. Yeah. Um, but well, it just seems like there's extremists over there. Our vice president. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, as soon as you say that you're going to impeach Our attorney Trump, general. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I know what you're about to say. I there. mean, seriously, we get to go to Pence right after that? I mean... Um, Pence is scary because Pence is a real politician. Pence knows the game. Oh, yeah. He knows how it works. Yeah. He knows what to do. I think Trump is, I really feel like Trump is probably as much of a a face He's a puppet. As, as anything else, yeah. Um, I, I don't know that for sure. We're speculating on that. But True. It's, he might be calling the shots you know, 100%, but I, I just tend to doubt that. Um, I, I would almost... But I saw a comic today of uh, um, Trump sitting at a desk, like, collaring something or writing an alphabet or something, and Bannon is, like, his parent, <laughs> much bigger, sitting right behind him, saying, good job, good boy. And I'm like, okay, so is, is Steve Bannon and Mike Pence both kind of over there above Trump with, you know, Marriott, what is it? <laughs> Marionette strings. Marionette strings, now, like full of, you know. What's that, like, what, what does Bannon know, though? Like, I don't know, but he's, what, he's well, on he the sure National is, Security He Council. sure does have a lot of po- power, but um, uh, Bannon is, the, the scary thing about him, his ties to... I don't even know if he has ties to the alt right movement, but they li- they all like him. Uh-huh. I mean, and, I mean, he was uh, an executive at Breitbart, and Breitbart has become notoriously known as one of those uh, fake news. Yeah. Web- I mean, I'm sure some of their news is is legitimate, but they they have promoted conspiracy theories and mm-hmm. uh, sensational. They've they're guilty of the sensationalized headline, the the out of context um, quoting and uh, the cherry picking. It's just it's a bad news source, and this guy was had his hands all over that, and here he is now leading major major aspects of our government. Yeah, that's that's scary as hell. <laughs> I'm- I'm going to cry, man. <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, the thing is, is people might talk that he's got ties to the alt-right movement or whatever. And then, of course, people are like, well, that can't be the case because he had Jewish writers at Breitbart. Um, I mean, I've heard those stories about different writers that Breitbart has. And I almost wonder, because, you know, none, I'm, I don't know who the Jewish writers were specifically, but there's one individual who at least to, just seems crazy, which is... Milo, Annapolis. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I listened to him on uh, the Rubin Report a couple times just just to see what it was like, and very frustrating to listen to him. Mm-hmm. It's just like knowing that the guy's gay, and I don't. I think he. I think he's a Christian, but it's just like it's weird to listen to somebody talk in favor. Of political ideals that you feel like they should be against. Right. So he's a gay Christian Republican. 
I think my head might explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course, I could be wrong, and maybe if we tag his name on our show, we'll get him to like make fun of us or something. Uh, hopefully. I'd love to be made fun of by Minneapolis. Um, uh, the dude, not only that, he's just, he's, he's very quick on his feet. Uh, he's very intelligent. I mean, he's got something ready to go at all times. I imagine it'd be really hard to debate the guy or talk to him because he'd just be ready to throw stuff out all the time. Well, yeah. He's really, I mean, he's very arrogant. You can tell in yeah, his, very in his arrogant. tone that he, he I, I believe he's of the opinion that he can't be wrong. He probably, yeah. That's just what it felt like listening to him. But, I mean, anyway, Breitbart, what a wonderful place. Yeah, I was, uh, my my outline for the show was welcome and then what's going on. Did we cover what's going on? <laughs> what, what's that? What's going on. Yeah. Uh, God, there's, just, there's just so much. There's a whole lot. Uh, it's hard, It really is. It's hard to pick and go pick and choose what to talk about. Um, it really is. <laughs> uh, so, I guess moving on, I mean, the what what's going on was supposed to be kind of a, hey, what's going on in our lives kind of deal. At least that's what I had in my mind. But I don't know that I really need to go back there. We <laughs> covered a lot of stuff. Um, some of the, we're talking about Trump and whatever, so uh, some of the interesting things that have been going on lately are uh, him messing with the EPA, uh, telling people not to tweet certain things. He's, I mean, he basically uh, silenced uh, any kind of governmental organization to do with science. Yeah, EPA, USDA. Um, now, as far as, I, as far as I know, they're not allowed to share their research with the media, which was something that happened in Canada um, prior to Trudeau taking over. Um, and also, they're not allowed to basically use their social media to discuss anything. Is that, I mean, or, Anything that would be construed as possibly um, taking a stance on something like climate change, because we have a guy in office now who's surrounded by other people who feel the same way that feel that climate change is subject to a, opinion and not scientific consensus yeah. um, fact. And, um, I, and I think, as you said, they've got it set up now that anything that happens has to be reviewed by department head, mm -hmm. which are people he's appointing. Um, so this is his attempt to politicize objective reality, if, if, if you want to look at it that way. <clears throat> Man, that's real... Uh, Science is not political. It's quite Orwellian. This whole thing, and, and you can even throw in the uh, term that, that has popped up in the past week, alternative facts. Yes. More Orwellian. Um, hey, 1984 is boosted in sales yeah. on Amazon. Yeah, it's number one on Amazon's. Or, or at least it was. Yeah, it um, was, yeah. So, yeah, 
Trump put a moratorium or whatever you want to call it on these Twitter accounts. He didn't want people posting things. And I think it really all started with the Washington Monument shot of the inauguration. Um, comparing 2009 to uh, 2017 inaugurations. And Obama's crowd is significantly larger than Trump's. Yeah. I actually tried to look back and see if you could see a picture of Bush's inauguration, but I don't know if they were taking pictures at that time. I couldn't find anything. Yeah. I, the, my big problem with this whole inauguration picture thing is who gives a fuck. Exactly. Nobody <laughs> should care. <laughs> like, I don't care how many people were at Obama's inauguration. I don't care how many people were at Trump's. This is just like a non-issue that, well, our own president has made it into an issue. He called a fucking press conference... At the CIA? Yeah, and had his press secretary lead the thing. His personal press secretary. Yes, the press. Sean Spicer. The very first um, unofficial press conference with the the, uh, press secretary, Sean Spicer. Where he blasted the media and he blatantly, uh, blatantly spoke things that were just objectively not true. Alternative facts. Yeah, <laughs> and and then to say yeah, dude, the dude was angry. It was almost like uh, he was supposed to project Trump's anger, which was interesting. It's like he's t- he's just like pointing down, yelling at the reporters. I can't believe you would do this. Blah blah blah. This is gross, wrong, whatever. Um, and of course, the next day or two, Kellyanne Conway. I think it was my, maybe the next morning. She's on Meet the Press or something. I can't remember what show and. They, the reporter asks her what the story is with that and not using facts or whatever to tell the story. Did you see this? Did you see how she responded? Uh, Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I, I know what you're talking about, but you might refresh me on it. As she's, she's, uh, she's positioned outside the White House uh, doing this press conference, and... Of course, it's a satellite feed, so she's in Washington, uh, guys in New York or wherever. And uh, she goes in, and as she's about to say what she says, she, like, like she looks down away from the camera, and then it's like she swallows a frog. His use of alternative facts or something... Like, it's like she's swallowing how stupid this is and what she's about to say. Right. I'm about to say alternative facts. She delivers this message, and it's just like, you can tell. And after this, he's like, alternative facts? What are you talking about? And then uh, I think The Daily Show made fun of it because after she says that, she, like, flips her hair back like she's trying to, I don't know. It was just this whole weird, creepy-ass thing. As yeah. soon as she says alternative facts, I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell's an alternative fact? <laughs> it's bad. Hey, the sad part about this this whole past week is I was after this election like my big thing was like okay this has gotten out of hand obviously the result of the division in this country has led to this we have to find a way to come together and these decisions, these ex- executive orders that have been put into place have done nothing to 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 bridge that divide. It's just I think it's just made it worse. Um, I do think that there are a lot of people who have begun to show regret for 
their vote for Donald Trump. Um, of course, we know that the biggest um, the, the the biggest news item of all coming from his executive orders would be the uh, the bans, um, the travel bans. Yeah, you're moving um, ahead on me. Am I? Yeah, I haven't even talked about Twitter yet. <laughs> I was going to talk about the Twitter. I didn't animals. realize we had a. I didn't realize we had an order. I didn't have one in front of me, so I didn't no. know. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Uh, no, I, I wanted to make sure that I I didn't get too far into the ban yet because, like I said, he was silencing like the FDA, the uh, the Fort, um, CDC, uh, the EPA, telling everybody not to post because I yeah I was tar- starting to talk about the crowd sizes, pictures, whatever. That one picture where the U.S. Uh, the Forest Service, I think, is who shared it. I'm not positive. Uh-huh. Uh, just shared two pictures showing the difference, and that's what flipped him out, right? Um, following that, all of a sudden, there's this rogue uh, social media thing going on. And we have all these different uh, unofficial uh, Twitter accounts popping up for... The Forest Service, the FDA, NASA, um, what is it, HHS? I don't know what HHS. I feel like I'm an idiot for pausing here. Do you know what I'm talking about? HHS? Like an organization? Yeah. Uh, the EPA and the USD. Oh, yeah. USDA. The Health and Human Services. Ah, thank you. Um, so I wanted to make sure that I brought up. Um, some Twitter handles for everybody to follow because they've been ra- rather hubris. Um, the the uh, they got these funny names. So you have the Alt U.S. Forest Service, Alt FDA, Rogue NASA, Alt HHS, Alt EPA, and the Alt USDA. And the day that they started popping up was just hilarious. Um, in fact, the Forest Service one started off, uh, gosh, how long has it been? How they've even got a, a list on their own Twitter of all the different ones you can follow. Um, but they said something about you may take away our right to post and blah, 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 but you'll never take away our free time. <laughs> uh, these are a list of... Um, Alt and rogue Twitter accounts that um, we think you should check out. There's at alt underscore FDA, alt nat park sir. So that's A L T N A T P A R K S E R. Um, I'll probably just put these in the notes too so people can see them because um, it's going to be kind of a silly thing maybe for me to read through all these, but there's an alt Noah. Alt Nat Park Service, Forest Service, USDA. It's just, it's really pretty fantastic to see how this all worked out. And whether or not they're the actual employees of these different uh, government agencies, I guess, is one thing. Yeah. But they've been pretty funny. And they're talking back and forth, whatever. I, I started following a bunch of them through our Being Humanist account. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how everything plays out, I think, with this Trump administration and how these different government agencies handle being silenced. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, I guess moving back toward, uh, I totally cut you off and I apologize for that. That's okay. (laughs) I killed your flow, I feel like. But, uh, the, the executive orders are going left and right. I mean, he just switched out, uh, his national security council, I think, and placed Rance Priebus, Rance Priebus and the other guy pulling the strings. Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon. They placed them on the board. Um, so he's filling everything that he has with his yes men. He doesn't have anybody combating him, kind of a deal. Um, but yeah, just recently, a few days ago, he uh, wrote an executive order to ban uh, travel from, what, six or seven, I, mean, I don't know, maybe up to nine countries in the Middle East. Yeah, and interestingly, um, of those countries, none of those seem to be where the the nationality of the terrorists that have attacked us from Muslim countries are are from. Yeah. That's interesting. Saudi Arabia, which was like a high number. But those Mm -hmm. other countries that weren't on there also seem to have, I saw articles about them having business ties to Trump. I've seen that. Um, but I suppose what's interesting is while all this stuff is going on, this Muslim ban happened, and I think it's interesting how it is, um, well, one, it is certainly tearing the country apart because you have so many people who are like, what the hell are you doing? You have other people who are like, what the hell's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. What, what, why are you worried about this? Um, but, uh, see, Saturday, I think it was, I ran across a meme on, uh, on Facebook. It was an Instagram photo. Um, I think it was potentially originally posted by the Intersectional Feminist. Looks like January 24th. Um, all it was was a pink background with text on it. And the text <laughs> said... If you can differentiate between white Christians and the KKK slash Westboro, which is probably a bad choice because they're just annoying fucks, then you can differentiate between Muslims and ISIS. I shared this on my Facebook page. Mm -hmm. I have generated a pretty good, I don't want to say a pretty good following, but I've generated, I guess, a good enough rapport on Facebook that people tend to have discussions with me for or against whatever it is I post. Right. I mean, that's always been kind of a goal. And then I feel like, a, a, I, you know, I tend to get a lot of likes with certain things and conversation. This one might be the biggest one. And while it's big for me, it's my personal page. I know other pages have ridiculous numbers for their stuff. So it's not like uh, I'm amazing or anything. But for my own personal page, this post has 170 likes and loves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then it has 88 shares. 88 people shared that post from my page. Well, I count 89. Okay, well, <laughs> that was half hour ago. <laughs> um, but the comment section is what flipped. That's where things went crazy. Um, I had three people happy with me, one of them being Muslim, a friend of mine, uh-huh. um, who thanked me for the post. But then I get into a comment like this. Right. 
those damn Christians go around go around bombing and killing people around the world based on their religion or ideologies. Willfully ignorant. It's like I just that the problem is that it just completely misses the point. It's yeah, okay. Westboro Baptist Church, sure, they stand outside of funerals and they're annoying. They're, they do horrible things. They're dipshits. They're hateful, annoying people. Now the KKK have killed people. They not, have not like they did in the past, but no. they still um, have members who are out. Yeah, lone wolves, as conservative media like to say. Right, but the actions there. The, I don't think really the actions of each group that that are mentioned here, like what they've done, is the point. The point is like there are extreme wings of yeah. of both religions and you can differ it's easy to differentiate those that are peaceful people from those who aren't and the, these guys are just getting caught up in that aspect of it well these what these guys have done are so much worse so we should be blah, blah. and i understand i understand i don't agree but i understand with where they're coming from they're they're coming from a, a perspective of well okay so so what if we like let some of these people reside in the United States from the KKK and blah blah blah? They're not like they're not really hurting anybody. But if we start letting all these Muslims funnel in, like well, one in a ten thousand of them is a terrorist. Well, there we go. We have people dead in our on our own soil. Like I get it, but you can also look at you know there is a branch of mathematics called statistics and probability and the probability of being injured in a terrorist attack is quite a bit lower than a lot of a lot of things most things mm -hmm. so but but also like i said they're just missing the point it's just not you it's it's frustrating it's frustrating that that people just let the, their fear rule them yeah in, in such a way that they, that they can become complete xenophobes. They can become complete prejudicial assholes. Mm -hmm. And that's what, that's what's in. And I'm sure that, do you personally know any of these people who you're speaking with here? The guy who commented first, yes, I do. Okay. And I'm sure you, I'm sure in life you've had pleasant experiences with this person. Yes. Not, I, uh, I only know him from one experience. Yeah. Um, and in in real life, I mean, there's a reason we became friends on Facebook. But um, since then, I've had two experiences with him on Facebook, both of them negative toward Islam. Yeah, like, just uh, xenophobic. Right. Um, I'm not gonna say racist because it's not race. Mm -hmm. um, See, which I wish I could get, get people past. I have a negative opinion of Islam. I have a negative opinion of Islam just like I do any other religion, though. I should have rephrased it. Negative opinion on Muslims as opposed to Islam. Do yeah. I say, am I saying that right? I, would, I, would, I wouldn't say I have a negative opinion of Muslims because that would be saying that yes. I have a negative opinion of That's the what people I'm trying themselves. To say. Yes. If you have a negative opinion on Islam... I have a negative opinion of the religion as a whole. Yes. Just like I have a negative opinion of Christianity as a religion. Yes. Or... Judaism. Any of them, yeah. yeah. Like I just have, I think that they're that they're they cause us to they, they impede progress because they 
encourage magical thinking and they encourage they they discourage critical thinking and they they people become so wrapped up in them that they do terrible things and say terrible things in and <clears throat> justify it and they have so many people that are also in the same boat that they can you know they they feel like oh this is completely okay but at the same time, I can still respect a person who's a Christian and a person who's a Muslim and as another human being, and yeah. I can want what's best for those people. Absolutely. And when I see people suffering in other countries, like they're in a war-torn country, these children just dead on... What the, would we do? Like, how can you not want to help in some way? Yeah. How can you just completely shut your borders to those people? Yeah. And that's my problem as, as someone who I can... I consider myself a humanist. You consider yourself a humanist. Like, you can have a problem with some of the doctrines. You can have a problem with some of the actions of the extreme, uh, extreme, you know, factions of that doctrine or, or extre extreme yeah. actions of members of people who subscribe yeah. to that ideology. Yeah. Like, but you can also help those mm -hmm. in need as human beings. You can <laughs> see past that. Man. That's where my problem is with it. And well, the next comment that was on here is the one that I think really took off. Uh, as a pastor, mm -hmm. and he comments, as a pastor, I must derelict. Is that how you say that? I derelict? must be derelict. I must be, sorry, excuse me. It's all right. Um, I haven't bombed anyone last week, or last month, or ever. Hmm. Just maybe I'm not given a biblical directive to do such things. Maybe... I'm called to reach out to others for the love of Christ and show grace. Just maybe some of just maybe some people have the wrong idea of true Christians. Something to think about. Yeah. Fuck well, you. Not only yeah, he well first off he has this he is guilty of the same thing as the other guy missing the point. Missing the point, but not only that, he really goes in after the fact that he I mean he says seek peace and to learn or wait 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 uh, to do, I'm called to reach out to others with the love of Christ and show grace. Okay, so what's your problem with the meme? Yeah, if if that's your if that's your feeling, then you shouldn't have a problem with it all because you can say, oh yeah, I'm one of those Christians that's not part of the KKK or the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I'm one of I'm one of those that is a decent person and is a peaceful person. So, but I I understand that there are some that aren't, and just like with Islam, there are some that aren't. Like, what is so? That to me just shows this guy has a underlying. These two guys are just xenophobes, and they they're not going to come right out and say that, but that they're but but they are definitely portraying that through their words here. And you know, I also have to point out, as I pointed out to you earlier, that he's guilty of a logical fallacy huh. in in his comment there, which is the no true Scotsman uh, fallacy. He is a true Christian, though. Yeah. Um, it took me a day to decide what the hell to say, because I had to respond, but I didn't know how to respond. Because um, it's a tough subject. I'm not Muslim. Um, but I did, and I was nervous. I said some, I, don't, I wasn't sure how people would take it, but, I mean, that's what started the conversation. And I did mention almost up front, I'm an atheist, blah, blah, blah. My, my opinion of religion is very low as it is. And 
he, this guy, just, it, it's been going on since yesterday, too, but <laughs> he had to point out that, that uh, he doesn't like talking to atheists because there's no common ground and it, it's just a waste of time. But right. he's still supposed to spread his message, so I don't know what he think, I don't know what that's all about. But then he goes on to talk about how evil atheists have been who have ruled areas, uh, talking about Stalin and these different atheist godless sure. leaders and how evil they were. and The cliched response. Yeah, I, I, and I'm just... I was like... <laughs> I just got pissed off. It's like... Atheists don't have doctrine. Godless people don't have... It's just the disbelief in a god. It's not... Those people weren't claiming humanism. No. They were... Trying to what? Yeah, you know, spread an ideology that that has nothing to do with atheism. They're they're well, I mean, they're just bad people and they want power. Right. They're they're right. megalomaniacal yeah. individuals who just happen to be atheists. Um, they're not led by atheism. Right. So it's just those arguments just piss me off, man. It's like uh, atheism is is it's not a religion. It's the complete lack of. Yeah, uh, and neither is atheism. That's why I said. <laughs> Is that what you I said? said? Atheum. <laughs> I was just being a dick. <laughs> You're a jerk, man. <laughs> Trying to put, put, th throw a little bit of Thanks. lightheartedness on, that, on the... Yeah. <laughs> At your expense. Um, regardless, I guess I just wanted... This was a, it's been a very interesting experience. And the really cool thing is, is that I shared my response with, my, with one of my buddies, who is a Christian... Uh -huh. And I'm like, hey, can you read this and tell me if I came off condescending? Because that's what I was afraid of. Because I know that I talked badly about, uh, you know, I'm not a fan of religion. Right. At the same time, and I'm, I'm a humanist, and I think deep down all of us just want to be happy. And he read through it. He said, dude, you're spot on. This is awesome. And by the way, you might have four or five people commenting on this post in a few minutes. <laughs> uh. He had messaged his buddies. Uh, I, think some, I think they were all pastors different places, but they are out there to basically troll those giving Christianity a bad name. I'm in quotes here. Um, they were super cool people, and they just went after this guy. And it was a beautiful thing to watch. It's like, dude, we may not agree theologically, but we all see humans as humans, mm -hmm. and we need to care. So it was, for me, it was a really cool experience to watch these people go after this pastor yeah. who does not seem to be espousing his good old Jesus views. You see, I've I've seen th throughout the last couple of weeks Christians, or not not necessarily just Christians, but religious and non-religious come together for a common oh, yeah. cause here, and maybe that's why we're not so gung ho on the let's let's. Let's bash religion thing uh, in our lives. Like I know this is just our second show back, but even in our personal lives, when when Mike and I have had discussions, they haven't been about religion. We haven't been they, pissed they, about the religion. They've been stuff. about the world, and I think that we've, I think that the things that are going on in the in our country and in the world have actually kind of thrown the atheism versus religion thing on the back burner, at least for me. Like I'm like, okay, you're a Christian, great. You don't like what's going on in the world either? Great. Let's come together and let's let's get our voices out there and let's let's be loud about this. Like 
Who cares? Who cares right now? We have bigger fish to fry. When things are better, maybe we can get back to that. But right now, I, I, could, give a, I could give a damn if you're a Christian or if you're a Muslim or if you're a Jew or any of those things. If we are coming together for a common cause to, to make the world a better place and to stop this madness that has begun in the United States, I say we do it. Let's just put our differences aside for a while when it comes to that. <clears throat> what do you think? I love you and you're turning me on. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a, I agree. I mean, um, along those same sentiments, uh, not long after the first show, uh, there was something about climate change being an issue and how I was worried about how this administration was gonna handle things and the eight years of progress that we've had, uh, however big or small it was, um, that there was progress on climate change and now we have people in there who think it's a conspiracy or created by the Chinese. Um, a friend of mine liked the post who is conservative. I don't think that they voted for Trump because um, they wanted to, they voted for Trump because that was their best option. Mm -hmm. she, they are not happy at all about the global warming thing because she, the, she, I'm just gonna say, it, I keep going this person, I'm not saying their name, but um, <laughs> she was like, yeah, dude, I care about the planet. I know this is a situation. I know that we can go back and look at this stuff. Yeah, I'm a conservative. I believe in, or I accept global warming. I accept that this is happening and I accept that it's probably us that's doing it. Right. I'm like, how many more of you are there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, how many more? I, I need to know how many more conservatives there are out there who are down, who get this, who understand that this is an issue. Even more so, like, okay, maybe you don't think uh, man is causing it, but at the same time, you think that we need to be treating, I mean, we live here. We need to take care of it. Sure, if we all die off because climate change happens and we can't adapt to it or whatever, the Earth's going to be here, yeah. Uh, the Earth's going to live through it. But, uh, I mean, having that common goal, I think, and caring about the place that we live on, that we call home, uh, I think is a big deal. And I would love to find out how many conservatives are there. I, I may have to look up, see if there's been polls done or whatever, just to see what those numbers might be because I know they're out there. The funny thing is, is the list of people that liked and commented that post that I made a couple weeks ago, um, she was the only conservative that did. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that was, she was the only one. Everybody else is just like you and I for the most part. So it gives me hope to know that somebody that I know who looks at the world differently than I do still knows that this is an issue. So at least there's that. And I, I guess I only brought it up because it goes along with the common goal. I mean, there are issues out there that shouldn't be political that we can all get behind. Right. Uh, uh, I 100% agree. I, I still... <laughs> I feel like for a while there, some people were turning the corner on the climate change thing and starting to admit, um, well, okay, well, maybe we are causing... Maybe, maybe even my own father, who's very conservative, uh, maybe we are... Really? contributing to this yeah and he he said he's starting to open his eyes a little bit on it but but then i feel like after this um after this inauguration it's just it's kind of 
went the other way again. Do you? Uh, people have <clears throat> doubled down on their uh, on their climate denial. I'm interested. I don't. I don't. I feel like ever, since since Trump's election, a lot of folks have just gotten to the got, gotten very bold with their yeah with their uh, stances. Some of them hateful. Yeah. Some of them just flat out stupid. A lot of sore winners. Lots. And I, I'm not saying that that didn't happen on the liberal end of the spectrum with Obama. I'm, Obama. I'm sure that there were people who gloated because Obama won. But it just seems like, man, there's a lot of hate. For sure. A lot of, a lot of ha-ha, we won, deal with it or move. Those are the ones that I get really pissed off. I didn't tell people to move. No, I specifically remember in 2012 when uh, Obama won the election saying, I mean, saying something to along the lines of, hey, congratulations to President Obama on winning the, winning the election. Um, I think I mentioned something about how Romney actually had, had put up a pretty good fight and um, didn't quite get there. I, I never told anybody if you don't like Obama, you can just get out. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't like our president, you ain't want to back him. You can just why don't you just move to Europe or, or wherever hell? Uh, I guess conservatives move to Russia with your big with your golden boy Putin. <laughs> yeah, but I don't even know where to go with that. I, don't I don't think know. you owned it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I never told anybody to get out. Although I kind of hope that Rush Limbaugh would. He did say he'd move to Costa Rica. He didn't do that. He lied. Do you remember this? He said he'd move to Costa Rica yeah. if Obama was elected. Yeah, didn't he, he didn't move. Um, I, I, I actually did hear that Oprah Winfrey is going to be living in some Scandinavian country for the next four years. Let me. I'm actually going to... This is just a rumor I heard. I'm not, I'm not sure if this is true. Gonna look it up. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up because okay. I think that would be funny if she really did that. Um, while you're looking Not a fan that up, of her we weren't specifically ways, gonna <laughs> talk about this. However, because we were just talking about climate change, uh, the Center for Disease Control they were going to uh, have a climate change summit kind of a deal and talk about issues. But because uh, they got canceled due to the new administration. Um, it sounds like former Vice President Al Gore um, is has stepped in and he's going to take care of it. And uh, you can say what you want about Al Gore, whether or not you do or don't like him. And he's got hypocritical. I mean, people like to talk about him flying around a big plane and doing all this whatever. Um, the guy did push the message. I mean, I thought he did an effective job. Still not a fan of his ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> but that's beside the point. Anyway, I just thought I'd share that that's going on. I'll post a link, I think, for that in the story, talking about what they're doing and why they're doing it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Have you gotten anywhere yet? Uh, yeah, I'm not finding anything. It might it might have just been, somebody Somebody may have been just joking around, I was, but I was like, oh, I hope that's true. That would be funny. Um, but like I said, I, I have a lot of, uh, issues with Oprah because she's, boy, she's really helped push a lot of that pseudoscience and you know I've got Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Dr. Oz. 
I'm gonna make yeah. a, I'm gonna make a quick comment. If you you may have just heard a loud squeal. If you did, that's my daughter. I'm pretty sure my wife is cooking her. Oh no! But it could be, you know. I'm going for medium well today. Um, science denial, though, that seemed like a really good transition. Yeah. Um, Pseudo science pushing bullshit artist Miss Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, she's done a lot of good, but she's done some good. Yeah, we we uh, we just were discussing just prior to starting here that an article that that. Um, had popped up on, I believe this one was Live Science, um, regarding a study that uh, looked into why people deny certain scientific issues, even those who seem to be scientifically literate. Um, Because basically we have things that there's a scientific consensus on, which is things like vaccines are effective and relatively safe. evolution is just a it's just that's just established science and people are that's it's not even worth talking about hey february 12th is darwin day okay february 12th is darwin day um (laughs) and then uh the current hot button issue of course would be the um human caused climate change which there is also a consensus on and i don't think we've ever stated it on this show i've stated it a million times in my personal life but scientific consensus is not a group of individual scientists coming together saying, yes, we all agree. This is our opinion. We are of the opinion that uh, climate change is human caused and is happening. No, it's, it's a collection of studies that have yielded the same results. Many, many studies yielding the same results that have, that have led to a consensus where these scientists have not said, I believe this, they have come to the point where they have to accept it as a community. And when that happens, like, and you're just some layperson who's listening to Joe Blow, Steve Bannon from Breitbart <laughs> telling you that climate change isn't real, then you're just ignorant and, and you're choosing to be that way. And when you are relying on one-off fringe studies here and there that are telling you something different or that, uh, Breitbart actually has been guilty of posting um, uh, articles regarding climate change where things are just taken out of completely out of context and things are or misinterpreted wholly. Um, an article has been wholly misinterpreted by an author in an article posted by Breitbart. I, I'll have to look that up at some point, but. Um, Somebody blasted Breitbart on Twitter too for this. Like, don't share our article and mis- the, misrepresent the Weather Channel. Yeah, the Weather Channel. They used a picture of the particular meteorologist, I think. Right. And she was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. And she got up. It was a big, that was awesome. Don't use our image to misrepresent facts about climate change, basically, is <laughs> yeah. what happened through that. And But this article that we're discussing here on Live Science, um, there was a study that, um, was done on this and a lot of it is actually they had come one of the conclusions was people who are scientifically literate actually tend what it is is people have pet issues that they are not willing to budge on they <clears throat> they form they form a belief on an issue um, through means that 
aren't very scientific. You know, they'll they'll uh, they'll use confirmation bias. They'll tend to gravitate towards those articles that agree with their opinion rather than the multitudes that disagree. And people who are actually scientifically literate will will um, um, sometimes do this, and it'll be harder to convince those people that they're wrong because they feel like they have a pretty good grasp on the scientific method and the way science, science works. Uh-huh. So it's harder to move them away from their opinion on that because they think that they're, they can't see past the blinders here that they are not doing good research. Yeah. Um, and it, it happens in, um, in reference to those issues like, like we just said, ev- uh, Evolution, uh, climate change, vaccinations, and GMO more than anything else. Those are the those are the big hot button issues there. Um, alternative medicine, homeopathy, things like that. So, um, I mean, it's really no, not it's nothing groundbreaking. It's just and it's just one it's just one interesting study. There's there's no major um, earth shattering. Uh, news coming from this, but it's just an interesting article. We could probably link that somewhere, right? Yeah, well, okay. uh, we just certainly. It's something good to read, and maybe um, there are some tips in this article for uh, hopefully changing the minds of some of these people. Um, because the thing is, is like if you're going to accept science, you have to accept as- all aspects, all aspects of it whether one of those scientific issues happens to fall on something, fall on, a, on the, the political spectrum, I'm trying to say here. Some, some issues that get politicized, like you'll find that people on the left more often will be anti-vaccine, whereas people on the right will be anti-human-caused uh, climate change. Right. Like you have to shuck, I, I consider myself a, a more left-leaning, progressive liberal type person. But you don't see me siding with these anti-GMO and anti-vaccine people. Just like I don't, it's not like I'm just like, no, screw these anti-evolution, anti-climate change people. You have to accept science as a whole. Like it's not, science does not have a political bias one way or the other. It just is. It's just a study of reality. There is objective results and we have to accept what, we have a hypothesis. We have these studies, uh, these experiments, these studies, and the results of these studies either support or falsify that hypothesis. And when those studies keep rolling in and they continue to support, continue to support, 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 at some point you, ha- you have to stop denying it and you have to say, okay, well, there's something to this. And unfortunately, in the political climate that we have in the United States, some people can't differentiate those things, they, and they still cling to those outside of, outside of basically what science is <laughs> giving us. And that's what that article's about. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice to see that change. Yeah, it really would. I think It's frustrating to see science being politicized. Right, and it's a huge problem that it is. And... Um... So we're going on about an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot going on, as I've said a few times on the show. Uh, I think we sound a little bit more positive. 
Yeah, I don't think we sound, had quite the, the somber <laughs> tone that we had in the previous installment of Being Humanist. Um, I, it sounds like we'll do another show in another two weeks. We've got that going for us. Yeah. Things are moving along. Hopefully, uh, your own personal life can uh, adjust and handle that you haven't actually had a lot of free time. <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully, gosh. I've just uh, I've been bogged down lately, and um, I didn't know if I was going to be able to do this today, but I actually think that it made me feel better to do it. You so. sound really nice right now. That's good. Sexy. Mm. But uh, no, seriously, though, um, you sound like you're in a really good mood, and <laughs> it makes me happy. Much better than I was when I arrived. <laughs> um, I'm glad you stuck with it. I'm glad you made it happen. Well, I told myself earlier today, a part, part of my... Part of my demeanor, and I sometimes I wonder if I'm overreacting, is is a result of what's going on in our country right now, and it, and it really does put me in a in a pretty somber and pretty bad mood some days just to even think about. And one of the things I told myself today when I was like, ah, I don't like I I want to do this show, but today I maybe not a good day. Maybe I should say let's try it later in the week. It's like no, no, I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm going to press forward, and I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fight the good fight. Uh, whether we're doing anything or not, who knows? Um, sometimes I think rather than just be a couple of mouthpieces, maybe we should start trying to look into ways that we can contribute ourselves and ask others to contribute to some sort of cause. I don't know. That's just a thought. I don't even know where to begin with it. I was going to say, what are you saying? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, but I know there's ways that we can probably help in a more tangible way. And I'm sure that just our voice is getting out there and people knowing that, oh, I'm not al- alone in, in this thought yeah. is helpful. I mean, hell, the other day I was telling you that I've been feeling more and more motivated, especially watching these rogue Twitter accounts and just seeing all the people getting together and protesting at airports and walking the streets. I mean, hell, we've got a it looks like we got a scientist march in the works. Which is very cool. Um, pro-science march kind of deal. Um, I'm hearing reports of uh, more and more women being convinced to run for political office and scientists themselves. Scientists themselves, yeah. Um, which all is just super positive and I'm excited about because, I mean, that can only be a good thing to have more diversity and variety in the political ranks Congress, right. even local communities. It's needed. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, pretty soon we can, whether they're, you know, experts or major guests or just people that we know, we can we can get s- some guests on the show again. That's always fun, and I think that kind of adds to a positive atmosphere when we do have someone else outside of just you and I. Mm-hmm. There are times, though, when we've had guests few weeks in a row and I've been like ah it's good to just get back Mike and Keith I remember that oh but, I love you yeah you're sweet uh, maybe yeah maybe we could talk about that soon um, we have had a shortage of female guests and I've got I've got several who'd like to put their two cents in so Ooh. we might want right. to talk about that too I like that I can dig it um, should, I had something else to say I don't know what it was um uh, <laughs> I really did have something else that was important to say. Um, but I guess regardless, I should say irregardless. No, you shouldn't. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. Um, yeah, regardless is not a word, you stupid idiot. Uh, um, <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> I'm gonna stop being an idiot. Yeah, I'm. I look forward to getting some more guests on, and and hopefully we move toward even getting some uh, uh, um, experts in fields and stuff like that to talk to us. We'll probably have them call in via Skype or something like that. That would be awesome. Um, but uh, I was going somewhere. Um, so I'll just. Uh, Oh, I know what I was going to say. All this political bullshit that's going on right now, this is not going to be a rant. I'm just going to say, um, get involved. You see stuff you don't like, look up your congressman, call him, her, whatever. Mm-hmm. Give these people a call, let them know what's going on. Whether they agree with you on the political, political spectrum or not, give them the call, flood their offices, say, hey, I don't like this, we need to change this, you need to vote against this, blah, blah, blah. It's got to start somewhere, right? Because you can vote them out at the midterms, but you got to flood their office. Yeah, but because while they're in, they are supposedly supposed to be representing yes us, like all of us. That includes people that disagree with them, and if there are people they don't agree with, and and if if we're not informing them that we disagree with actions that they're taking, then how will they know? Yeah, and they're. They're just going to continue to serve their own best interests and not the interests of the people. And hopefully they, they'll take notice if, if we um, make them aware that we do not approve of some of the actions that have been taken recently. So there's my PSA. And God, we, we, we got to convince some of, and we have to encourage some of these congressmen uh, and women to stand up against what this president's doing. Mm-hmm. Because I, I feel like they're not showing much of a spine right now, and they're not saying one thing one way or the other. And I and I have a suspicion that some of them don't agree with some of the things he's doing, but they're not saying anything about it. Yeah. So let's encourage our senators and and Congress people. If you disagree with what this president's doing, stand up to him. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't make a good thump noise. I was hitting my fist on the desk like, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh, hey, any thoughts, questions, whatever that you want to throw at us, send them our way. Uh, email beinghumanist.podcast at gmail.com. Say hi to us on facebook.com slash beinghumanist.podcast. And tweet us at beinghumanistpc. Um, tell us what you think. Uh Tell us what you want us to talk about. Uh, I don't know. Say hi. We like it when people say hi. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of the basic gist of it. I think we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. See you. Talk to you. Listen, hear you. You'll hear us. Yeah. That's what I mean. Um, I don't know. Anything you want to end on? Uh, not particularly. Just, you know, keep, keep thinking and... Uh... You know, fight the good fight, people. <laughs> uh, let's not. Hopefully, the political climate will uh, will um, the become less turbulent in our next few shows, and we can get back to some of our you know more deep and philosophical issues and issues of uh, just 
shitting on pseudoscience, fun stuff. <laughs> but, you know, I, I feel like until that political climate does calm down, we have an obligation to speak about it. It's going to be there. Sorry if you don't like it. Maybe maybe we'll lose listeners, but we'll, we'll, we'll get through this. We'll get through this together. Um, we do have an awesome closer. Um, if you're new to the show, there's a few things that we haven't done that we used to do frequently. Uh, but one of those is to have a nice uplifting closing uh, audio bit. Um, so we have this, uh, uh, it was, uh, uh, I don't even remember what the heck it was. Uh, the uh, SAG Award Acceptance. Screen Actors Guild uh, Awards. And uh, if you haven't watched um, Stranger Things... Excellent on Netflix, uh, you should check it out. It's an, an amazing show, and I think it's based in Indiana in '83, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I believe you're right. Uh, so yeah, um, incredible show, and they're killing it in the awards, as far as I can tell. And uh, they just brought the entire crew up on stage, and uh, the sheriff—I can't think of his name. Oh, David Harbor, or Arbor. Um, Really awesome thing that he said, and we're going to leave you on that. So uh, until next time, uh, uh, you're listening to Being Humanist. Um, I'm Mike. And I'm Keith. And we implore you to keep thinking. As always, (laughs) please keep thinking. Enjoy this. We'll uh, see you next time. See ya. See, I did it again. I did it again. Oh, well. This fearless and talented cast, uh, we would like to thank, oh, it's so heavy. Uh, we'd like to thank Netflix, uh, Sean, Matt, Ross, and the amazing casting director, Carmen Cuba. Um, and I would just like to say that in light of all that's going on in the world today, it's difficult to celebrate the already celebrated Stranger Things. But this award from you, who take your craft seriously and earnestly believe, like me, that great acting can change the world, is a call to arms from our fellow craftsmen and women to go deeper and through our art to battle against fear, self-centeredness, and exclusivity of our predominantly narcissistic culture and through our craft to cultivate a more empathetic and understanding society society by revealing intimate truths that serve as a forceful reminder to folks that when they feel broken and afraid and tired, they are not alone. We are united in that we are all human beings and we are all together on this horrible, painful, joyous, exciting, and mysterious ride that is being alive. Now, as we act in the continuing narrative of Stranger Things, we 1983 Midwesters will repel bullies. We will shelter freaks and outcasts, those who have no homes. We will get past the lies. We will hunt monsters. And when we are in a law, it's the hypocrisy and the casual violence of certain individuals and institutions. We will, as per Chief Jim Hopper, punch some people in the face when they seek to destroy the meat and the disenfranchised and the marginalized. And we will do it all with soul, with heart, and with joy. We thank you for this responsibility. Thank you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.